Welcome to Yabi Talks. I am Amber Musa, the founder and CEO of Yabi by Sukalmal. The UAE's cryptocurrency ecosystem is expanding very rapidly. There are so many crypto enthusiasts and we hear it every day. There are businesses and even events here in the country. But right now, there are so many questions around crypto's use and value as an investment. Who better ask than Sakar Erekat, co-founder and managing partner of Crypto Oasis. Thank you for being on board. Thank you for having me here. It's always a pleasure. Well, first of all, I want to ask you, or I want to tell you, hmm. I don't know where I stand. That's fair. I don't think the time has come to stand in one place or the other just yet, but I think you should be aware of it. So tell me a bit more, how do I decide where I stand with, on crypto? <laughs> <Right>. so, <laughs> what do so, I ask? <laughs> so, so crypto, uh, with, with many people, it's more like a religion, right? It's like, hey, do you believe in God? Do you not believe in God? That's, what I get, that's the questions I get asked of, all the yeah, time. Do you believe of, or not? There's a lot of belief in this. Having said that, um, there's also a number that you can put to it, right? Entities like the World Economic Forum have come out and analyzed the opportunity. And we're counting the opportunity as percentage improvement of the GDP. Right? And numbers go as high as to suggest 7 to 10% of the GDP can be improved just by adopting these technologies. Right? No one knows just yet. This is a new It's technology. too early. I guess like every early tech that has hit us in the last 20 years, it's always too early for a certain period of time until it stabilizes out. 100%, right? And that's where if you go to something like the Gartner's hype cycle, Right? You'll see that all of these technologies, all of these emerging technologies, they come to a point where they're at the height of inflated expectations. And then they come down to the thorough of disillusion and then the plateau of productivity. Right? So for AI, for example, which is now business as usual, we all have Siri, we all use Google Mail in one way or the other, this is now in the plateau of productivity. We're half, not just yet. How far do you think? I'm the guy that in 2015 was jumping up and down saying within two years everything's going to be blocked. It's been seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, what I've, what I've understood is that, you know, I don't think anyone can call this. I know a lot of people do. Having said that, this is an incremental change that's going to happen slowly but surely. And we're seeing institutions joining this right now. We're seeing governments adopt this right now. To stay local, we see Majid al-Fatayim and the Dubai government, for example, or the Abu Dhabi government, or the UAE government as a whole adopt this right now. So the incremental change of blockchain as a technology is already being seen. And at some point, like everything, it will break that channel and you'll move into so, so interesting point. So just to confirm this or to clarify this, yeah. when you talk about Majd al-Fatim, the governments and all yeah, of that adopting yeah. it, we're talking about the technology that crypto sits on, Thank you. that yes. they've actually adopted. Yes. Now, crypto 100%. is just a currency that's using blockchain te technology 100%. to and become if, a know, currency. If, if our listeners take nothing away from this, it's, this is the biggest one. Right? Absolutely. Because crypto and blockchain often gets intertwined. And now you have terms like Web3 being thrown around, or NFT, or the metaverse. But all of this sits on this underlying technology that's called blockchain. Blockchain is a shared ledger, or distributed ledger technology, essentially, right? That uses smart contracts, that uses consensus mechanisms, that uses a distributed ledger, essentially, to ensure that we can do transactions faster, cheaper, more transparent, and more securely so. Right. One of the use cases or with that, the first use case of blockchain technology was Bitcoin. Right. But if you think about this and let's talk about non-technical terms, if you think about Bitcoin, Bitcoin is a house. Blockchain as a technology is the concrete that you're building the house with. Right. But with concrete, you can build a wall, 
or you could build a hospital, or you could build a bunker, right? It's just the, the building, the base building block. Applied. So it's what you use the blockchain for. Correct. One of the uses is monetary, exactly. which is Bitcoin. Bitcoin. And, and oh, any cryptocurrencies that's out there. Okay. Well, let's let's say you, you did bring it local, which I love because that's Yabby is all about localization and right. understanding what's going on here. Um, recently, you've, if I name it correctly, the Crypto Oasis Ecosystem Report. Yes. For the first time in the industry, there's any of that kind of report came out. Tell me a bit more. What have you found? So we are very proud of this. Why? Because we came out or we formed Crypto Oasis believing that we're sitting on a unique opportunity, right? That this this entire ecosystem that we're sitting on is sitting on a unique opportunity. We say any ecosystem consists of three elements, talent, yeah. capital, and infrastructure. Let's dissect each one of them. Infrastructure, you have probably some of the best physical infrastructure in the world, right? You have some of the best digital infrastructure in the world, and slowly but surely the best regulatory infrastructure for this entire ecosystem. All of this is fueled by capital. And the change in capital that we're seeing is that normally, so capital has always been in the region, right? But normally that capital is orientating itself and wanting to invest outside. What we're seeing right now is the question from large sovereign wealth funds or VCs is what's your local element to you? Absolutely. Right? But all of this, if you ask me, is, is, is enabled by talent. And talent, again, because we are all Dubai natives or UAE natives, we don't feel it as much. But here, you actually have the possibility to open up shop today and to have a 350 people team by the end of the year, right? Try doing that in Europe or in the US without calling out one particular country in there. It's here is so open for everyone to come in that you're able to actually scale at a level that is unprecedented, as le at least to my knowledge, right? Now, all of this we've seen come into place. And in 2021, pretty much a year ago, we announced this thing called Crypto Oasis. As Crypto Oasis, Crypto Oasis isn't a company, right? So we say Crypto Oasis is the Middle East and North Africa region. It's essentially like we say Silicon Valley, and you know that this is one place, or you say Crypto Valley, and you know this is one place. We want people to to create that synergy or that, that it becomes synonymous. The region is crypto oasis. Now all of this is great, but then what does that mean? So we spend hundreds, if not even thousands of hours researching, going through the registers, going through the news announcements to identify a directory. So that directory now has 1,450 companies, which is mind-boggling. How many did you see? 1,450, probably more like 1,500 right now. In the crypto... In the blockchain space. In the blockchain, in the blockchain space. space. I think it's important to make that Very difference, right? Very important differentiation, right? Okay. So, for example, the Dubai government isn't using crypto, but they are using blockchain. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. When we proposed this to them way back when, uh, I want to say 2014, 15, right? They wanted to adopt this technology called blockchain, right? Crypto, until today, is a bit of a question mark, right? Slowly but surely, we're moving towards it, and regulation is coming out. ADGM, for example, issued their regulation 2018 to, um, to, to license crypto exchanges. But essentially, blockchain was at the heart of all of this. Now, the new version of it is, let's say, the metaverse strategy. Moving back to the report, 1,450 companies that we are able to identify, and we split them in two types. Either you're a native or you're non-native. What's a non-native? I was just going to ask. <laughs> I'm thinking a company that was born out of here, 
or a company that's coming from abroad. Is that what you call Fair native, enough. not native? No, but we meant more towards the technology. Okay. Right? Is Bitcoin, blockchain, crypto at the heart of what you do and the reason you exist? Or is it a value-added service? Or enabler. Or an enabler. To what you're doing. Okay. Think about Amazon Web Services. Amazon Web Services, they are active in the blockchain space. They provide the infrastructure, right? But take blockchain technology away, they will still exist. That's an unnative. Got it. But think about Crypto Oasis. We are accepted to think about how does this work and develop this ecosystem and invest in that ecosystem. With us, we're a native organization. What's impressive is that 65% of these 1,450, and again, probably today more like 1,500, because that's the rate and speed of how quickly companies are coming here, um, there's 65% of them that are native to this technology, which, if you ask me, is absolutely mind-boggling. Have you ever seen any of that type of growth in any from a percentage growth perspective in other regions? Or do you think as an oasis? So we can we can draw similarities between other ecosystems. Other ecosystems have been built for the past seven years and are just scratching a thousand two hundred companies. Okay. The next number that we identified is that seven thousand people are working in this space in the UAE alone. Now if you ask LinkedIn, the number is more like 20,000. So we could have you know, cut it short and say, hey, LinkedIn says it's 20,000. But we actually did the research and went through company by company to estimate how many people they actually have working for them in that space. So 7,000 employees, that's not a easy That's number. not small no. in a very short period of time. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about, more about crypto Yeah. What do you do? So we are the ecosystem enablers, right? We're the ones that say, hey, we want to support this ecosystem to grow. Anyway, All right. That's very fluffy, though. It what is. do you actually do? So with that, it's fair. Thank you for calling me out on that. But, you know, it needs to start there because that's the big picture. Okay. Right? In detail, the first thing that we do is we work with companies who want to land here. We've supported hundreds of companies to land in the UAE that want to be in the blockchain space. We then said, you know what, this makes sense and we want to participate in the growth of these companies. We're going to invest into these companies. So we have another structure with some of our partners where essentially it's partner funded, right, where we invest into these companies. While we're investing into these blockchain companies, and by the way, I think what should be called out here, this, we only invest exclusively in the UAE. Okay. Right? A company that is either providing the services or set up here in the UAE that actually furthers the ecosystem. Right. While we're investing, we realize that there's an opportunity for something called an NFT, right, which is a non-fungible token. And we had art advisors that are digital art advisors since the 90s, because again, digital art isn't something new. It's this non-fungible token concept that is new, who started advising us on what to invest in. So we launched another investment structure into NFTs. While we're at this, um, one of our partners is one of the, the largest in the region, probably miners in the region, we started a structure for Bitcoin mining. So we invest into Bitcoin mining, right? We then saw, hey, all of these companies are here now. We need to support them and, and what they're doing and how they're doing it. We saw a bit of a gap in marketing, right? So we set up a services arm there. We have a consultancy. That consultancy is in partnership okay. with Roland Berger and backed by 250 consultants out of uh, Switzerland, where one of our partners is based, right? And we uh, launched a marketing services entity. So you look like you're the man to talk to 
if I simplify everything you've said in the last five minutes, you are the person to talk to if there is any company out there who, or somebody, an individual who wants to start up in blockchain. That's the role now, that we like. What you use blockchain for, that's a different story. Right. And that's what we do through the services. Now, last but not least, we have a product of ourselves that we're pushing into okay. the market, which, which is, is called TokenGate which essentially you can tokenize anything through TokenGate. It's a technology legal advisory platform to use. There, if the tokenization world is the gold rush, we are the guys selling the shovels, right? So you can do whatever you want with the platform, right? We provide you with the services. The ability to tokenize everything exactly. or anything you want to. So over at that entity, we, uh, we tokenize, for example, uh, a cattle farm in Bolivia. Um, and you can set, buy a token of that cattle farm in Bolivia. So what you're saying, I was. Just, so what you're saying then is suddenly that cattle farm, which is you know, and brick and mortar, if you want to call it, has turned digital, and anybody around the world can actually part part yeah. of it, part of the dividends, part of the yeah. company. So it's yeah. almost kind of getting them public, publicly available. In one way or the other, yeah. And if you do Through it the in the token. right jurisdiction, it, this all becomes legal, right? Yeah. So this isn't just, you know, hey, here's a token and, you know, yeah. it's meaningless. No, there's, it's, a legal, it's a legally backed entity where if you own the token, you own part of the entity. Another thing that we did in TokenGate, for example, is to uh, issue the first crypto stamps in Switzerland. Only the second in the world at the time. So Austria was first, Switzerland was second. And through TokenGate, we issued the crypto stamps. Okay. Incredibly interesting. Now, I want to, I want to however, let's take a, a little bit of a step back. Yes. I want to go back into crypto. Yes. And the reason I want to do this, because I think a lot of our audience are wondering, same as me at the beginning of this conversation is, where do I stand? Mm. So let's talk a little bit about if someone had to be, we're moving away from blockchain and get more mm -hmm. into, mm -hmm. into crypto. Yeah. If somebody had to invest in crypto for the first time, what would you tell them to do or to learn or to be aware of? That's Big one. Um, learn is probably the most important at that, right? Educate yourself. Um, people introduce me as an expert. I say I'm not an expert. Yes, I've been working in this space for a while. I don't believe that anyone is an expert in this Because space. it's this too is, new. This is such an... Um, and fast-paced and emerging, right? What you know today might not be relevant three weeks from now, right? So we're all just catching up and trying to read as much as we can. So with that, um, to make this to make this specific. The World Economic Forum came out with something called the Blockchain Toolkit, right? And they have a library that is open and public to everyone who wants to read, right? Where you could just, if you put in the WEF Blockchain Toolkit, you'll find such a wealth of information over there, thought leaders from all around the world coming together and sharing knowledge. Go on YouTube. Princeton University has put all of their cryptocurrency Bitcoin lectures up online. For you to, to so what you're saying is the learning is that if you want to learn, there are places to go. Right. We actually do have a module on crypto as oh, Yabby. We, go. we okay. do. As Yabby, we do have a module on crypto, which really brings it down to basic 101 and what you need to know. We talk about the scams. Yeah. We talk about because uh, every industry has a scam, right? 100%. No matter where you go, the insurance industry, which is old as anything, yes. still have scams. And yeah. it is about the knowledge that you build for yourself to be able to identify the right and the wrong or what you're comfortable is or, yeah. or what you're not comfortable with. So talking about scam, um, tell me a couple of them that you've seen here that are obvious in a certain way. Let's not go to specific ones. Let's make this more general. Okay. If it is too good to be true, run. <laughs> it's too good to be true. Right. Crypto is a serious opportunity but a serious long-term opportunity. If someone is here saying, hey, invest $100 in me, and by the end of the year, it'll be $200, probably that's not the company that you want to work with. 
right? You want to work with the type of organizations that educate you and tell you there is a huge risk. Because anyone that sits here and says it's not that way, I mean, you're talking Any to, investment, right? as a there matter of fact, yeah. has a risk. And yeah. I think that's one yeah. thing people need to understand it to me is there is no such thing as making as 400% no. within three days or a week and yeah. thinking there's no risk to it. There is. I mean, so there is these opportunities. It's just, you know, even me as someone who's seasoned and, and has been investing in this space since way back when, I don't go after those because you know what? The risk that is assigned to those and, and attached to those is way too big. Yeah. To me, I believe in the long-term opportunity of any anything that is called a top cryptocurrency, right? And and with that, I'd call out Bitcoin and Ethereum as separate. This is not investment advice, I'm not saying, but you know, these are the kind of currencies that are decentralized to a level that will allow, if the whole blockchain thing works out and the whole crypto thing will work out, for it to have an upside. And then people say, oh no, but Bitcoin is at $20,000. You don't need to buy one Bitcoin. You can buy 0.0001 Bitcoin. If you Again, want to play around with it and learn and yes, figure out. And with that, on. never invest anything that you're not willing to lose. Right? I think Which that's a basic 101. If you're not easy. ready to lose and if losing this money will completely get out your life savings or put you in trouble or put you in debt, yes. especially don't, I guess, don't borrow money. I think that's, to that's invest. a very important one. Right. So, and with that, what's, I wouldn't call out having to invest in this space right now from a monetary angle. But you know what I would say everyone has to do? He has to learn about this. Space. The education part. Educate yep. yourself about this space and then decide this isn't for me. That's good. At least you would have heard about it. And by the way, you know, in the UAE, we're blessed with having these 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 laws and regulations that invite everyone from all around the world to come to us. And we feel that, you know, probably we've missed a boat or something. It's FOMO. It's FOMO. We're still so early. If you start reading about this today, you're probably further ahead than 95% of the globe. Right? And I think one of the stuff, you, you, one of the areas you've just mentioned is actually incredibly important is learn, learn, learn. 100% education. But as well, it's okay to say no. It's okay to say this is not for me exactly. without feeling the peer pressure because everybody exactly. else is doing exactly. so. You shouldn't feel like you look like a fool if you don't. 100%. Because at the end of the day, if you do lose money, that's your money. That's 100%. not anyone else's money. Make an educated guess. Make an right? educated guess. And that's all this is, right? At the time when, when, when I jumped into this, it was nothing but a guess. Time proved that, hey, this worked out. But, you know, if we I... We still have another few years to go. 100%. I, you know, there's, I, I was in a discussion with someone the other day and I told him, hey, when will you start selling your Bitcoin? Because I'm, I'm someone that I, I believe in this firmly, right? But it's a belief, right? It's like Absolutely. someone should, should ask me, hey, can you prove that God exists? No, I, you know, I can't, but I believe. Yeah. Similarly, I believe that this is an opportunity. It might not work out. I've decided for myself I'm going to, to heavily invest into this. But what I did before I even deployed a single dollar was to read and read. And you and did your homework. And read and did my homework. And when I went in, I understood that probably I could lose all of it. And I don't think we're out of those woods just yet. I know a lot of believers in this space say, it's impossible, this cannot go. Sorry. Anything that, yeah, go ahead. No, with a very wise words. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to thank you for thank you coming on for to the show for us. It's been fascinating. I have to say one of the most fascinating conversations. Because as I say, 
I still don't know where I stand and I'm going to keep it that way for a while That's until I have more time to look through. Thank you so much for having me and Kent, thank you for driving such an initiative to educate people. I think this is key. Thank you, Amber. You're absolutely right. Education is everything. Thank you, Sakar. Thank you. Thank you for listening and stay tuned in. We also, I do encourage you to, to look up the module about crypto. We've done, we've made it become extremely simple, basic 101, what you need to know, the scams, the good part of it, the bad and the ugly. Um, but please do learn before you set yourself out to invest into anything.